Legal Monday on the Viewpoint with Songhez Omabete. Legal Monday on the Viewpoint. We're back. We are live. And of course, it's that time of the season where everybody's looking to strike and score a deal. You're going to be sold specials that, frankly, are not specials. You're going to be told buy two for the price of one, get one. F- I mean, you're going to be told buy one for the price of two, get one free. That's also not a deal. Point is, everybody is competing for your rand just as much as you are competing to try and save it. And it is in that environment where people start getting cleverer than others and scamsters have a field day. And the more online things go, the better it is for them because they can intercept possibly without one ever knowing. So, again, it's that time of the year where we have to engage consumer protection rights and general awareness. Trudy Brookman, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. It's delightful to speak to you and to the listeners. I beg your pardon that I don't have as much time as I would have preferred. Just the one conversation went on a little longer than one had anticipated. I beg your pardon for that. So we have all of five minutes, really. So perhaps you should just highlight the salient features. I've got my colleague actually is going to be on the line very briefly just to offer an account of his experience. And this is actually a good consumer rights question. So, Mr. Oliver Dixon experienced something as recently as three hours ago. I don't know if he's the inspiration behind the segment, but Oliver, do you want to take 30 to f- seconds to a minute to explain your plight? So, I, I I use online shopping a lot. So, earlier today, I wanted to buy some chicken, some eggs, and one other item, um, a bath item. The item, particular, specific item I selected was out of stock. Now, you don't find this out before you submit your order, I was using the Checker 60 app, you find it out after the fact, mm. right? And then you just realize, okay, the item's not there. It One item short was delivered. Then you get a notification saying, hey, the item was out of stock after the fact. And they say, we will reimburse you for the item that you did not get. But instead of re-account, reimbursing it to your bank account from where we had debited the money, we're going to give it to you in shopping credit on the app for you to shop in future at the same thing. So this is a Checker 60 app, but they all do it. Uber Eats does it. Mr. Delivery does it. Uh, it seems to be a common theme uh, amongst uh, these, these these companies. But what if I want my money back because I want to spend it on something else? I don't necessarily want to come back in future and spend that money on a different day. Should I ever need something from your convenience again? Absolutely. I mean, truly, the issues there are pretty clear, aren't they? Mm, for sure. Can I jump in? Oliver, your, your legal sense is correct, your sense of justice. You are entitled to your cash back, not to uh, a, a credit or a voucher or whatever at the particular retailer. And you are entitled to insist on that in terms of the Consumer Protection Act. Um, a, a retailer is simply not entitled to charge you for a product that they haven't delivered to you. Uh, that I think it just goes without saying. Um, and if we don't complain and we don't insist on our rights and we don't report retailers to the National Consumer Commission, it just takes how does one minutes do that? of your time. How, how does one do that? So Oliver is sitting at home now. He wants his chicken. He doesn't have his chicken. So does mm. he now physically go to the nearest checkers and go and claim it? And if he should do that, it defeats the very purpose of why he sought to go online. Alternatively, does he now go and spend more money and more of his time to effect a right that he was robbed of unjustifiably? Yeah, no, I hear I hear what you say in terms of the inconvenience, but it's uh, you know it's it's fighting for all of us. <laughs> if you maybe maybe leave it till January. Go Oliver. No, but but here's a, a bit of a tough time for for one to spend. Here's uh, the time. issue I have, but right? Next time you go down to checkers, 
go and speak to the manager and insist on your on your on your uh, cash from the till back. That that is your right. Let's give Oliver um, thirty seconds quickly, Trudy. Here's seconds. the issue I have with the Consumer Protection Act. It is corrective in its nature. It's not punitive, right? But that means that the Consumer Protection Commission is not proactive because this is not a thing that just happens to me. It happens to all consumers, and these are major retailers. Why can't a court directive or whatever declaratory order be given out that should you have to reimburse somebody let it go back to their bank account not in credit that they will use as monopoly money mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah There's a lot i of agree with here. you um, all it takes is a consumer to take the matter to the national through the national to the tribunal the commission is supposed to uh, um, investigate it free of charge your tax money is already paid for that uh, but as you say, Oliver, they're not very proactive. So you may need to take the matter yourself to the tribunal. You need to report it first to the National Consumer Commission. Just Google the National Consumer Commission. There's an online form that you fill in. I, I see you like online. It's really convenient. You fill out the form, um, attach the relevant documentation, probably the 6060 invoice, uh, and then credit that you received. Um, send it through to them. If they don't investigate it according to your uh, standards of how soon that that should happen, then you ask them for a notice of non-referral. And you insist on getting that notice of non-referral from the National Consumer Commission. And then um, at that stage, I would speak to a consumer lawyer. It's the sort of matter that my, our firm does pro bono. I've just assisted a lady. Pro bono. Unhappy. Yeah. Um, how it, how it works on Gezo is that you get your fees if you get a cost order. So um, <laughs> if I'm very happy that it, that the merits of the case are strong, I'm happy to take that sort of thing on. Uh, strictly speaking, not pro bono. It would be on contingency fee. So... Um, uh, and then you take the matter to the tribunal. The tribunal has the right to impose a million rand fine or 10% of turnover, whichever is the higher. With checkers, obviously, 10% of turnover <laughs> for the last financial year is a phenomenal amount of money. That is enough to make sure that they will never do that again. Um, well, folks, I've just taken selfie on the um, uh, overseas you know when you go overseas and they charge you these uh, roaming. incredible roaming fees um, I'm about to settle that one uh, unfortunately I really wanted a precedent but anyway it's up to the client um, but uh, I was I was really eyeing that million rand fine <laughs> I'll tell you what Trudy um, I don't know if Oliver is keen to take this matter forward in because he's literally the guy after the news break and he's got another two hours of this again I can only express my apology in not giving you no more problem. time it certainly is a conversation worthy of having particularly from a consumer protection and consumer rights and related to justice conversations. It, it was never going to be settled, even in 10 minutes. So one, thank you for the indulgence. Two, I'm actually challenging Oliver to take this conversation on, even if it is a five to 10 minutes in his segment. After all, he has, together with his producer, the decision to make. But Trudy Brookman, thank you so much for your time, ma'am. All the very best. And you. Um, happy Christmas to everyone. Thank Take you, ma'am. Care. Thank you, ma'am, Bye-bye. indeed. That's the show, everybody. That was Monday. Chat tomorrow at 8 p.m. Independent and impartial.